What up, funny man? Hey, yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, everybody. I am your charming and good-looking host, Ty, Ty Fresh. And uh, my my partner, Big Dog Eric, here, is he's more of a secondary character, um, but we'll call him co-host. We're happy Arguably to have you here today. More charming and more handsome. Um, but sure, well, let's just, yeah, we'll play into the roles, sure, why not? Yeah, I would say maybe... Uh, more of a stinker you know a little stinker <laughs> more if of a player <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're breaking all the white people words it's a little stinker <laughs> a little, little slugger over here how are you doing oh. today player uh well this this tall tall very tall player here uh is doing quite well i just uh Finished cleaning up after my lunch. I had a little late lunch thing today, mm, as you too. as you saw just a short moment ago in our last work meeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you mowing down over Zoom. Yeah, uh, yeah. He go the, the man goes on mute so we don't hear his, his chomps. But uh, yeah, I could see I could see it unfolding before my eye. He was it. It was you. You were just like chewing with your mouth wide open right on camera. I mean, that's the furthest thing from the truth, and you know it. Um, yeah, I usually like to. Uh, <laughs> I usually like to keep, uh, you know, the brand strong and mysterious, and not eat on camera. Mm. Um, but today, I had to let it slip because I was a hungry boy, and we had a two-hour meeting ahead of us, so I had to mm-hmm. I had to get it going. Mm-hmm. Papa Ty <laughs> got a front row seat for that action. Yeah. Did you happen while you're sitting courtside? Did you happen to like pick up on what I was eating? I was trying to assess, but the uh, pixelated, ba- like the low bandwidth connection led to a very pixelated looking spoonful. <laughs> uh, must have been very pixelated because it was actually a fork. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go. What were you mowing on? Um, so today I made a little toast. Uh, I pretty much just like had two pieces of bread, spread some mayonnaise on there, mm. um, thick slice of Gruyere cheese. Mm. And then um, a slice of heirloom tomato. Mm. Yep. Top yep. that bitch off with uh, some oregano, mm. uh, Malden salt, freshly cracked black pepper, um, mm. a little dash of cayenne. Mm. Fucking mint, man! You always you always bring it around with the with the little toppings. <laughs> yeah, and you are yeah. the ma- you are the mayor of heirloom tomatoes, like. Dude, that's a fact. I don't buy regular tomatoes. I only buy heirlooms. Can you even eat a meal without an heirloom tomato in it? I definitely can, and I have. It's just when buying tomatoes, I definitely want to go with the nicest version of what a tomato is. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's like when you're buying a MacBook, like when you buy your laptop, like you buy a MacBook Pro, of course, right? Absolutely. Same thing with my tomatoes. I don't. I want the tomato Pro. I don't want the. I don't want the SE version. (laughs) So. So, yeah. And then after that, I just threw that shit in the oven and toasted it to perfection. So as somebody who's living on like the um, with the upper enchilant of uh, tomatoes uh, and then you walk into a subway and 50 percent of the tomatoes Mm. are white, 50 percent of the tomatoes are (laughs) wet. Mm, How do you feel about that? Yeah, white and wet. Um, I absolutely hate it. But, you know, it's the same thing like... um, I guess with shopping, like if you just know what you're getting yourself into, 
then you can set your expectations. Um, mm. And you can pray that the sweet onion sauce masks the the flowery, like sandy flavor of that tomato once you bite down on it. Mm, yeah, it's it's weird because when you chew in the tomato, you don't normally taste the seeds, but at Subway, you'll just get like a really <laughs> crunchy tomato seed. It's like, you know, the, oh. the stem on of an, an avocado, you ever bite down on that by accident? It tastes like you just like literally like bit into some granite. <laughs> <laughs> There's, yeah, a few moments uh, sometimes when you just like bite down or like you catch like a, if you're, if you're using like coarse ground uh, black pepper, mm-hmm. you like bite Always. down on one of those and there's like a crunch and you're just like, oh, you get like put off for a few minutes, for a few minutes. They used to happen, mm-hmm. uh, like the reaction used to be way stronger when somebody else would prepare food for you. But when you like, when you make something yourself, like you kind of accept all of its flaws and you're just like, you're like, ah, oh, fuck it. It's true. You learn to love it because you created it. And that's why people even love, love their shitty children. <laughs> exactly it's like it's like oh my god my baby's so cute and you look at it it's like it's like that big bald baby on that was surfacing on twitter that you know what i'm talking about mm, no i don't sounds funny though there's literally this like giant baby um that's like sitting on his dad's back and it's like it looks like it's like 10 years old because it's so big but it's like dressed up in just a diaper and like there's no hair on it <laughs> It's like, it's like a beached whale. It's like the scariest thing ever. Oh, amazing. I'll have to check that out. But yeah, your kid could be like, you could just like be a fat blob of a child that's like half asleep covered in barf. And the Instagram caption will say like, you are the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that may be true, but ain't nobody else loving that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how I feel about every single Subway sandwich I eat. They are kind of like a little food baby. And that co- Whoa, yeah. I think maybe that's why I look past those crunchy tomato seeds or those wilted spinach leaves because I'm making it with my artist together. So it mm-hmm. is a part of me and therefore I love it. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you can't really complain about Subway too much. And this might be the secret to their success because like you made the sandwich. Yeah, you like, made it, bitch. Yeah, it's like you're the one who decided to put um, falafel and egg salad together. It's like, why mm-hmm. would you ever think to do that? Yeah, that's a terrible combination, and it reflects only on you and your personality. Mm-hmm. You can only like blame you can't, yourself. Um, yeah, you can't criticize the the platform. You know, it's like people getting mad at YouTube for having like like bad videos on it. It's like, no, dude, we're just the facilitator here. Hmm. Yeah. It don't uh, like a ba- what is it? What is the the uh, the age old saying? A uh, bad a bad worker blames his tools is that a thing (laughs) it's something like that so a bad artist blames their material and a Mm. a bad client blames their artist (laughs) Mm. but one uh one might draw a parallel between subway and gun laws and say well just because guns don't kill people doesn't mean like we should have them so like should we not have subway (laughs) Mm, so just because subway produces a few bad sandwiches should we outlaw subway completely Mm. i mean they haven't shown any will to change which is a curse and a blessing depending on how you think about it that's true they they leave all new ideas on red (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah but that's not totally true actually like i've been the more we like learn about subway and we talk about how like oh i wish they had this ingredient on the menu or would expand into this 
um, this part of the world or whatever, I realized that Subway has done a lot of experimentation in its day. It's been around a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, like, for example, I just learned today that in 2013, they came out with a, like a fajita sandwich. Um, <laughs> wild, right? It was like on flatbread and uh-huh. it had like uh, like some sort of like fajita spice sauce in it. Mm-hmm. And it was served with chicken. But here's the, the kicker is they put Fritos in it. Like oh, the what? Frito chip. Yeah. So it added a little Is bit of a collab. A, it was a collab. Yeah. It had the Frito, the Frito blue check. Holy shit. Signed off by Frito lay itself. And so they had this like crunch to it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really exciting. And I wish that they kept that ingredient around on the menu. But I was wondering after I read the article, when the sandwich artist compiles this fajita sandwich, is there a bucket of Frito chips in the like in their toolkit of um, ingredients, or do they just like grab a bag from the chip wall and crack it open and pour wow. it on? Wow, this is actually fascinating because chips in the Subway sandwich are like an, the one unspoken Subway hack that you can do, but that everybody knows. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. it's like off the menu, but well known. It's kind of like animal style at In and Out. It's like mm-hmm. you can like always get them to do it. And they always kind of like smirk and they're like, oh yeah, like we know what you're talking about, buddy. Don't worry. So mm-hmm. I wonder, and- I really wonder, this might be the first time where they like actually introduce it into the menu and like it is actually formally part of the process versus it being off the menu. Mm-hmm. I think the sandwich artist gets jacked up about the chip trick because it, this is, the chip trick isn't like a, you know why I'm here kind of overwhelming every single customer is doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. when the customer's do do it it's kind of novel too because the sandwich artist is it's like they are no longer they are now the client in a sense the client becomes the artist because they like pull pull a food from their own side of the counter out they're like opening a bag of chips so it's a bit of a (laughs) role role reversal if you will wow yeah truly a collaborative approach Mm -hmm. i really i'm really into that yeah so bring back fritos bring that to the menu yeah um and i'm sure like uh, somebody working at Subway, like you'd probably be very excited for somebody to do something a little different and not mm-hmm. just get like the same like cold cut six inch on Italian herbs and cheese every time. It's like adds a little bit of a uh, different element. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Absolutely. Um, it kind of reminds me of like, well, what's the line between like create or like directing and like, creating? And like, where is the overlap here um, with like your sandwich artist? Like, it makes me think of, you know, how like some restaurants, like Korean barbecue restaurants will kind of trick you into like cooking your own food, but then still charging like restaurant prices for it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like I know what what is, um, yeah. Like what is like, what is another way like Subway could foster uh, some kind of a creation environment for the patrons to basically do all the heavy lifting? Like I think of like a Nike lab situation. Cool, cool. <laughs> I, ha- I have one suggestion. I thought that Subway could benefit from some sort of art night to align themselves with this live fresh brand. So they mm-hmm. want to associate themselves with all creative endeavors to uh, great, uh, create a, bring a greater attention to Subway as a um, catalyst for 
uh, just kind of creativity and art. So if they host like an art night, they can mm -hmm. supply material and clients can come in and use their space as an art studio. And mm -hmm. that would be really cool because they could actually do an art class where they have instruct everybody to paint, like pick giant pictures of green peppers or paint giant pictures of like tomatoes <laughs> that they could then hang on the wall at the subway. Oh, wow. It's like, this is a fan favorite painting. Mm -hmm. It's of this pickle. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it can be distributed basically like to the subway of your choosing. Exactly. Like, say, like the person who made it is in Wisconsin. Boom. The Wisconsin subway now has pickle painting on the wall. It's a fantastic way to localize subway, build community, and also solicit free work from their customers. <laughs> wow, that's actually really smart. Mm -hmm. I was thinking like um, how you would create a sandwich. <laughs> mm, um, like but I like this idea of paintings <laughs> as well. <laughs> so you were just thinking there would be a sandwich making class or a sandwich night. Mm -hmm. Free for all, if night. you will. Yeah. Like um, I think of like different creative ways where um, like basically like the person eating does the work. This could be a potential cost savings thing, you know? Um, you know how like, like there's like sushi restaurants where there's like a conveyor belt, um, and basically like there's no need for a server. Like you just cut out that middleman. Mm, yeah, sushi trains. Yeah, sushi trains. Like, They're really just, like, big in Australia. Oh really? Yeah, I don't know why. Hmm. I guess they like trains there. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Smart though, um, you eliminate the server. You replace the server with a conveyor belt. Your tip goes mm -hmm. to a conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. Or directly to the chef's pockets. Yeah, um, robots taking jobs. But yeah, can you imagine that though? Like you have your sandwich artist, quote unquote, like in the middle of this island. Mm -hmm. um, and then the conveyor belt is like going around them. And they just like place a plate on there with like three perfectly like portioned slices of tomato. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> and you're sitting like at the bar and then it comes around to you. You like take the plate and everyone gets like a bun to start. Mm, I love and you just that. like slowly like acquire green ingredients as you mm -hmm. want. Mm -hmm. I want some more tomato, so you grab another green yeah. plate. All green plates are like a nickel, and you just build <laughs> up the sandwich exactly how you want it. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. I also, I what I one of the unspoken parts of visiting a sushi train restaurant is that there's a sense of competition between all of the clients. Everyone around the train is trying to get the best maki rolls or nigiri or whatever so you're always looking uh, up up the train down the train across trying to find the best stuff and what's new and what's on there before someone else can swipe it mm -hmm. so it's yeah. kind of the same thing like you, you see like a hefty a hefty blob of of like lettuce shredded lettuce you want to make sure you get that instead of the scraggly ones <laughs> yeah that's the same when you're in line at subway like you're looking around in front of you. It's like, fuck, I hope he doesn't take that nice pickle that's sitting right there. Oh, damn, yeah. <laughs> when the guy in front of you like, gets a good pickle and reveals a really bad pickle underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I'm skipping pickles today. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> the people at the end of the line have a, uh inherent like, disadvantage. Because you're stuck with the leftovers. Yeah, every single person behind you is getting your leftovers. And that, it, it's like the human centipede in a way. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I imagine 
of course, Subway customers are very sophisticated food experts. So they don't, they always go for like what's looking fresh and like what's in season. Um, so, of course, all the good stuff is gone by the time you get there. Yeah, of course. It, you got to be there on delivery day. When, mm. when, the, when the farmer comes by with the fresh, fresh grub. Oh, yeah. Didn't we like try to look into that at one point? <laughs> we like tried to figure out when they uh, brought in shit. We even asked them. Mm, yeah of course Tips they had to tricks. answer for us uh for all or of our they? for all of our normies that are like our normal our our frequent subway guests tip for you ask your manager at subway which i guess would be chief artist what's their what's their what's the manager's title i don't know creative director <laughs> creative director yeah thank you so go talk to your executive creative director at subway and ask them when they get their fresh veggie shipments and then plan your subway visits around those states. It's probably the same day every week and you get top, top tier grade A veg, basically organic. Mm -hmm. But I'm also wondering like what's in season too. And this is like some research I've been wanting to do on my own too, like just to be informed when I go to Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like buying some shitty, like, you know, vegetables that are going to go bad faster and are just not as good to begin with. Preach it. Yeah. So yeah, totally agree. I like to think that the 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 modern grocery store is adaptive a little bit to that. Like I saw Erewhon's Instagram account today. They posted that they just got a whole new shipment of bok choy. They wouldn't be bragging about that wow. if bok choy wasn't in season. So I can only <laughs> assume that it is. Wow, that's really cool. Imagine you're grocery store is posting about like yo guys come check out our kale this week yeah, yeah our broccolini is Holy blowing shit. up <laughs> wow that's so sick actually fuck I, I just want to like have a grocery store that's like a friend you know or like it's kind of like like that influencer friend that you shop at mm-hmm, that seems mm-hmm. like a really cool lifestyle decision to make versus versus shopping being this like mundane thing you do just make it like the highlight of your week especially now during lockdowns like like, yo, like I'm, I'm. That's like the one thing I'm getting dressed for these days is to like go buy some squash. Yeah, totally. Uh, going for groceries is the new going out. Mm-hmm. It and, only makes sense to spend way more on groceries and to get a fit off. Mm-hmm. And it um, also makes sense to get buddy buddy with your uh, like the stacker of the apples in the produce section because you can no longer befriend the bartender or the barista or the DJ. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, funny oh. story about like the produce stacker. I was in a Safeway the other day. Uh, it was right before closing, and I was watching this like teenage guy in like an apron putting the potatoes to bed. So I guess at night at a grocery store, they put a, like a blanket over top of all <laughs> yeah. of the, the root vegetables. That's true. <laughs> so I, uh, I walked up to the guy while I was passing by him and I, I just, I had to say something. I said to him, do you say goodnight to them? <laughs> <Do you> <laughs> and he laughed. He said, I, I, I always read them a bedtime story. But there was, uh, there was just this like very intimate moment where it's just me and him in the produce section. He's tucking these things in. I'd imagine yeah. it's similar at Subway because at the end of every night, they have to put the plastic lid on the plastic container so that the tomatoes can survive another day. Wow, that's true. Um, dude, you're bringing me back because uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because I used to be that guy. What? Putting potatoes to bed. Yeah. 
we're 28 episodes deep and you're just <laughs> telling us that you used to work in produce? 100%. <laughs> Dude, no wow. kidding. This is a um, Think Fresh exclusive right here. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. This, uh, this information <laughs> drop. So, yeah, I used to work at a grocery store and not only was I in produce, but I was also in the deli. <laughs> Okay, so your <laughs> your love of big meats started young. Yeah, literally um, did all the same jobs that a sandwich artist might do. Really? Um, yeah. Like what kind of thing? Like were you slicing? Were you you applying oh, yeah, meat buddy. to bread? Oh yeah, dude! It literally <laughs> fuck. I I uh, a little startled because I I never actually put two and two together. Like basically, what I used to do was do the same job as a sandwich artist, but deconstructed mm. <laughs> and th- in different phases of my uh, early high school job career. Wow. That's yeah. so hard. I have so many questions. Did yeah, you, we'll have to did get you ever toast? Time. Did you ever toast the meat? <laughs> Dude? Yeah. Everything like literally uh, would make, prepare sandwiches um, and like grill them. Like if like if you if you had a sandwich at Bosa, like I would do all that stuff. Like mm. make the sandwich, like put it in the case to like be displayed, and then when somebody wants it, you ask them if they want it grilled. Wow, <laughs> this is incredible! I always knew there was something special about you. When we were in line at Subway, <laughs> you would always just say the right things. You, you, it Thank would you. be like watching a movie when you'd perform at that glass partition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so up until now, you thought it was just method acting at Subway, but mm-hmm. it turns out I have real-life experience that, t- that t- ties it back to this. Yeah, a true sandwich artist. Yeah. Dude, I live live and breathe my art. Wow. So one thing that's different between, like, the deli sandwich guy and the sandwich artist at Subway is the deli guy, he has a very sharp knife because he needs to make a very precise cut of the meat because mm-hmm. the because the clientele there is paying by the gram. Mm-hmm. So, ha- could you just tell me a little bit about the difference between that and how you think it affects the sandwich? <laughs> um, uh, compared mean, to Subway, this is a, this yeah, is such like a, a great question, Ty. Um, I mean, when you're in a grocery store, it all comes down to the um, users or the purchasers' preference. So, like, you can you first, they, first of all, they give you a number. So, like, say 150 grams. Um, they give you the type, and it can range from anything that's available, right? So say it's 100 grams of mortadella, right? Mm-hmm. I have to do my best to, in one guess, guess how much is in 100 grams, how many slices. Mm-hmm. And in, so the case of, uh, mm-hmm. in the case of mortadella, it, it might vary in terms of weight because they might want it extra thin because that's how Italians like it. Or if they don't know what they're doing, then they'll just let me do whatever. Um, so I have to, like... I always, always, I would always pride myself on getting as close to 100 as possible mm-hmm. on one go, and I've had several moments where I'll hit it 100, 100 grams on the dot, and then mm-hmm. there's this moment where you exchange eye contact with the customer, and you both just nod and smile like, "Hell yeah, buddy!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like there should be a gong or something you ring when you pull that off. <laughs> Get a... Yeah, dude. When I think back to my time there, it's uh, those moments are the ones that stick out. That's what you live for, right? Um, oh, yeah. Do you, in that case, is that all intuition? Or like when, before you like pop the knife down on that pancetta, do you do like a measure twice, cut once strategy? 
Um, it's all intuition, baby. It's all experience and just knowing how much a gram is, you know, like um, that's like the probably the closest I've ever gotten in my career to uh, like what Pusha T does or how raps about. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, yeah. next question here. So when you are at Subway and the sandwich artist like pinches and pulls out of the tub a floppy piece of black forest ham, could you guess the weight of that slice? Not anymore, man. It's been nearly a decade since I've done that. So no, no way. Nah, too far gone. Yeah, even even so much so that like now when I buy <clears throat> uh, meats, I'll, I'll like not know exactly how much to get. So I'll like relate it to a previous thing. Kind of like est- when I'm estimating work. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll like I'll relate it to... Uh, the last time I ordered and how much I actually got and if that was enough or not. Yeah, yeah. A lot more goes into ordering meat alone than in a sandwich. It seems like very systematized and it's probably on purpose at Subway to minimize the thinking and to ensure efficiency and uh, save savings. Yeah. You want your artist to actually just be a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So- I don't want to think about how much meat is in there. Just tell me how much meat should go in there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so this seems like is obviously your true vocation uh, starting this pod is ev- further evidence of that. So why the hell did you become a designer? <laughs> why did you ditch your dreams? Dude, I'm a bag chaser. What can I say? Yeah, There's no money enough. in meats. <laughs> There's no money in meats. Uh, <laughs> like uh, no, name one meat person that's rich. Oh, geez. I ain't talking Rob Feeney from Cactus, <laughs> Cactus Jack Club. Oh man. I, <laughs> I wish I could give you an answer. I like to think that you and I will be the richest meat people around after this pod glows up across the globe. Yeah. We're already hitting Europe and Asia and uh, other places, other continents in the world. Yeah, we're going to be, we're going to infiltrate every country before you know it. Yeah. It's really cool seeing like the breakdown of a bunch of countries and like where people are listening from. Got places I'd never even heard about on there. Literally countries I've never heard of like Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so it's been it's a fun ride i can't wait to keep her keep her fucking going or yeah this is a real roller coaster of an episode for me (laughs) we yeah the the, um the uh culinary influence of these hosts just went went up a notch Mm -hmm. look out protagonist subway we 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 are um the, the new kids on the block yeah, watch out, big way. We're coming for your pockets. Yeah, and your balls. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I think I've about does it for today, hey? I think we covered a lot we'll, of really we'll good end on that, uh, We'll end on that bombshell, and uh, we'll get into your culinary experience uh, next episode, I think. Mm, I'll have to make something up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to pre- prepare some notes on that. Alrighty then. All right, Thank gang. you for listening, gang. Uh, think fresh, everybody. Yeah, see you uh, next week. Have a good weekend, everyone. Yeah, have a strong weekend.